0: You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast.
2: Welcome back. It's the Burns and Gambo Show flagship station of the Arizona Cardinals, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. And, of course, big game coming up on Sunday. Taking on the 4-0 Eagles and joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line to preview this game to talk about the Eagles. He is their beat writer for 94 WIP in Philly. Elliot Shore Parks, our guest here on Burns
0: and Gambo. Elliot, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. We appreciate your time.
1: Yep, thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. When,
0: when when did it change for the Eagles? I know we you know we had the Phoenix Suns here; they were bad for a while, and then they went in the bubble, and they kind of had broke out in the bubble. Then they were in the NBA Finals. The next thing you know, yeah. when you look back at the Eagles, what, what what? When did it turn where the Eagles became one of the best teams in the league?
1: That's a great question. I, I you know I think the one moment you would probably look at is last year. They were uh, two and five. They went to Detroit. They started to run the ball. They won that game big. And from there, they went on a run to the playoffs, where I believe they only lost two games the rest of the year that they tried to win. They did sit there as starters for the last game of the season. But when they were 2-5, and things were really ugly. There was talk to potentially firing Nick Sirianni. You you had to wonder if the players really believed in what he was selling. But the fact they were able to go on the run really turned everything around uh, here in Philadelphia. But also, I think the main thing is, The quarterback got way better. Sometimes in the NFL, it's just that simple. If your team's not winning, it's more than likely the quarterback's fault. And Jalen Hurts, from last year to this year, is a completely different player. Uh, He's a way better passer. His accuracy is way better. And they can lean on the passing game as opposed to having to run it. So I think those are the two pivotal things that have really turned the Eagles into a uh, Super Bowl contender.
2: Elliot, on Tuesday's show, we took a real deep dive into the Eagles. And we're not going to sit here and pretend like we've watched every minute of Eagles football, but that's kind of the reason why we have you on. Um, Once we started doing that deep dive, we realized just how loaded this football team is and how good they are, just about everything they do. Where does it start for you? Is it the offensive line? Is it the Hassan Reddick? Is it Hurts? Is it the wide receiver? Where does it start for you with how good they've been?
1: I mean, it's just so tough because, as you mentioned, they're loaded at every single position. I mean, I could start really anywhere. But if I had to go with the backbone of the team, like why are they for or why are they where they're at, I'd probably have to go the offensive line. They have one of the best offensive line coaches In the nfl if not one of the best coaches period and jeff stoutland and what you see is they're able to shuffle guys in and out and the line holds up i mean last week they put in the left tackle and jeff jeff driscoll or jack driscoll who had never played that position at least not in a in a game and he went out and he played against one of the best pass rushes in the league in jacksonville and held his own so when you have an elite offensive line something that you can really count on it's so huge for the offense so when they need to run the ball They're able to run the ball because they have a great run-blocking offensive line. When they need Jalen to have time back in the pocket, he has that time because they're great pass blockers. So ultimately, I think football, not to sound cliche, but it's one in the trenches. And when you have an elite offensive line, it's a
0: lot easier to win. Yeah, we, we've seen all the stories about Hurts and the run-pass option and how much they run it. Vance Joseph has been really good at taking away other team strength. He shut down yeah. Devontae Adams against the Raiders. He shut down Cooper Cup against the Rams. He didn't let Christian McCaffrey run against them last week. But I don't know, like, where do you start with the Eagles? Do you try to shut down Sanders, or is it Goddard, or is it Brown, or is it Hurts, or is it... You know, there's just too many... Weapons for the Eagles, like we've discussed, this is. I don't even know where you would start. So I'll ask you: mm-hmm. if you had to, if you were a defensive coordinator and you had to take away one thing that the Eagles did well on offense, where would you start?
1: I would start with AJ Brown. Uh, I think AJ Brown is the, kind of their bread and butter of the passing game on third down. That's who they go to when they're when they're struggling. I mean, you look at. The, Week one at Detroit, they fell behind early and they went to A.J. Brown and that got the offense going. Uh, Last week against Jacksonville, they struggled early. They went to A.J. Brown, that got the offense going. So I do believe A.J. Brown really is a huge part of what they do. I think it gives the whole offense confidence. I really think it gives Jalen confidence in the passing game. They have great chemistry. Uh, And when they're not working, I do think the offense slows down a little bit. But to your point, I mean, week one, Devontae Smith – former number 10 number 10 overall pick Heisman winner he had zero catches in week one week three he had 150 yards and uh, I believe at least two touchdowns so he's really I mean to your point if you shut A.J. Brown down it's not like they're going to a lower level receiver at that point you have uh, Devontae Smith Dallas Goddard one of the best pass c- catching tight ends in the NFL and then of course they can run it whenever they need to so I guess you would start with Brown but through four weeks nobody has shown they can really slow down the Eagles' of offense.
2: Elliot Shore Parks Eagles beat writer for 94 WIP in Philly our guests here on the Bernstein Gambo show we've got uh A complicated history around here when it comes to Hassan Reddick, given where he was drafted, how long it took him to develop, how long it took the coaching staff to figure out the best way to use him, and right when everybody figured it out, he left, and he's been great everywhere he's been since he's been gone. How much of a difference has his acquisition been to that defense, Elliot?
1: He's been huge. I mean, the Eagles, we talk so much about the offensive line. Uh, The other part of winning in that trench is the defensive line. And last year, they were not good at getting after the quarterback. I believe they finished 31st in the league in sacks after finishing third the year before. So they had to do something. And they went out. And, you know, to your point, like it, the, the fact that Son Reddick was even available, like to have double digit sack seasons, to be that age and to hit the free agency market and to get like not a huge deal, it, it is kind of interesting, right? So I think that they took a bit of a chance on him as being their premier pass rusher, but he has been that through four weeks. I think he's tied for the NFL lead in combined sacks and forced fumbles when he gets to the quarterback. He makes an impact play when he gets there. And they've really figured out how to use him. He's not a guy they drop back into coverage a ton. They're not playing him a linebacker. They're just putting him on the edge and letting him get after the quarterback the majority of his snaps. And through four weeks, it's been a great result for them.
0: Put him on the edge. Let him go after the quarterback. I wish the Cardinals would have figured that out the first three years he was here. <laughs> Amen to that, bro. I mean, gee, if they could have figured that out, yeah. they would have been able to keep the guy
1: because he's a good football player. Well, I, he's interesting He's interesting because I think sometimes players like him, and I think you guys have a, another one in, in Isaiah Simmons, sometimes they can, they can almost be viewed as being able to do too much. That coaches just never let them become great at one thing. And I think that with the Eagles – they're allowing Hassan to be great at what he's great at. They're not forcing him into coverage. They're not putting him at linebacker. They're just telling him to get the quarterback, and he's really, really great. He's really, really good at that. So I think that sometimes it can be a danger for coaches, but Eagles have done a good job using
0: it. What's it like for you in Philly right now? The Phillies are in the playoffs. The Sixers are one of the favorites to win it all. You've got the best team in the NFL with an undefeated record. I imagine times are good right now in Philly Sports
1: Talk Radio. Yeah, it's almost a little uncomfortable. You don't want them to be too good, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, we're, we're, we're so used to the team struggling here in Philly, but I think you can make an argument it's the best it's been in Philly for the last 20 years. Certainly nobody's won a title yet of these teams, but as you mentioned, the Phillies haven't been in the playoffs in 10 years. The Eagles are 4-0. and The Sixers seem like they have a chance to do some things. We don't really talk about the Flyers because they're struggling right now, but outside of that, everything's great. But at the end of the day, This city's heartbeat is with the Eagles. So the fact that they look like Super Bowl contenders has everybody really excited.
2: Elliot Shore Parks, Eagles beat writer for 94WIP in Philly, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. A a question specific about Jalen Hurts. is, Is Philadelphia sold on him as the quarterback or are you still in wait and see mode when it comes to him?
1: It's a great question. I think that people are sold, and he's an interesting spot because he was a second-round pick. He's contract-eligible at the end of this season. And with how he's playing right now, he would be a fool not to ask for a new deal at the end of the year if he keeps this up. So I think people really like Jalen. They want Jalen to be the guy, and I think that they believe he is. But this is also a fan base that saw Carson go from MVP of the league in 2017 to being one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL here later, right? So, I think there's certainly some hesitancy. There's the fact that the contract is coming up. But ultimately, I think where fans view Jalen is he gives them a chance to win right now. Like, right now, he's playing at a good enough level that they could win the Super Bowl this year. So, fans are more in than they used to. Uh, and I think that, you know, that they're excited that they might have found their next franchise quarterback.
2: The follow up on that, how much is that rookie-level contract he's playing under, how much did that benefit the Eagles organization to be able to go spend the way they did this off season.
1: It benefited them this year for sure. I mean, I think Jalen's cap hit is a little over a million and a half dollars. They were able to give, go out and give AJ Brown big money. They paid Brad, uh, James Bradbury one year, $10 million. We talked about the money they gave this on Reddick, So that certainly was a benefit. And if Jalen signs a big deal, this off season, That could impact things. But one thing the Eagles do have is they have a great front office that's really good at managing the cap. They know all the intricacies of the cap rule. They know how to get around it. They know how to squeeze money in. And they have an owner that signs a lot of uh, big signing bonuses, which makes life a lot easier for a general manager. So I do think Jalen Hurts' lower cap hit certainly uh, impacts things. But if this team is really good, and they have a lot of free agents at the end of the year, I'd be surprised if they lost guys in free agency.
2: Elliot, we appreciate the time. We enjoyed the conversation. Tell everybody we know back there we said hi, okay? Will do. I'll make
1: sure I tell Rod you miss him. (laughs)
2: Thanks, (laughs) Elliot. We do.